Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. As I said, my, my girlfriend Mariah asked me yesterday, she said, did you actually say this? I said, uh, if you kind of read the last quote, I've never used those words in my life. That is Giannis today at Shootaround and said, no, that uh, that quote out of the Harvard uh, Harvard paper, nah, that's 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 not for real. Didn't say it. Hmm. Head scratcher. We're going to hear more from Eric Name coming up here momentarily. For over 45 years, Cousin Subs, they've been catering to parties of all sizes, from small groups to groups of more than 10,000. They have the options and the expertise to do the work for you. The customizable catering lineup includes 12 and 20-piece party boxes, big party subs, salads, soups, chips. They've got it all. Go enjoy the party. Leave the rest to them. So order online for pickup or delivery, which is now available at select locations. That's CousinSubs.com. CousinSubs.com. Cousin Subs, they're catering. It's where they believe in better. They are the official sub sandwich of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Uh, joining us now on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline, Eric Name, our basketball insider, Milwaukee Bucks basketball insider. He's going to join us on Wednesdays, normally at 1235 throughout the season. And uh, Eric, welcome to the program, man. Welcome back to another season of Bucks basketball, buddy. Thanks for having me. So how, uh, I can only imagine what the scrum was like around Giannis today after what we read in the Journal Sentinel about that uh, Harvard report and the fact that now he says, no, I didn't say it. So what was that like? I mean, there was, it was kind of interesting because so often with Giannis, he doesn't like to talk about MVP. He doesn't like to talk about free agency. He doesn't like to talk about any of that stuff. And I mean, front of mind tonight was you have the MVP from last year, the MVP from the year before, the MVP from the year before that, all in the same game and all summer. James Harden has been talking about the MVP. So that was kind of where we started with him. And I asked him a question about, you know, I know James Harden's been talking all summer about the MVP. You don't like talking about the MVP. You never want to talk about that when we ask you about it. But he said he was the MVP all summer long. So kind of what do you think about that? And Giannis goes on to tell us, like, yeah, he is the MVP, but he's the MVP of the 2017-18 season. I was the MVP of the 2018-19 season. Like, those two things can be true, so he can think he is, but I was the MVP last year. Uh, And then he said, but, you know, those aren't things I worry about. I don't worry about talking about uh, the MVP. I don't worry about talking about free agency. Like, this isn't really what I want to do. And as soon as he said free agency and finished up his answer, I said, well, let's talk about that then, because yesterday the report came out uh, in the business study at Harvard that you had made some comments. So I'm curious what your thoughts are, are on those comments and if you've been able to read them and what you think of them. And it, he kind of went into that exact quote that you're talking about there where he said, you know, if my, my girlfriend asked me yesterday, like, did you actually say this? And I said, if, if you're going to read the last quote, I've never used those words in my life. And 
he, he went on to say, but, you know, like, I don't want to talk about that. that that's not really what we want to do. And, uh, you know, my, my colleague at The Athletic, Joe Varden, is here for the game as well, one of our national writers, and he followed up on it. I was dying to, but he beat me to it and said, well, this is an actual quote from you. What specifically do you feel was attributed, attributed to you incorrectly? And, again, he said, you know, I'm not going to get into that, but, as I said, the last whatever it's called quote, paragraph it's words that i didn't use underperforming or weather or deciding all those words i've never used those words in all my life and i think where it's going to get interesting is obviously the the harvard study is going to have tapes of everything that was said and obviously there if if these things are really being put into question i think eventually we're going to hear all of those those tapes and all those words that were actually said and how all of this ended up going down. So uh, it's interesting to hear him push back as vehemently as he did because it's not something that he normally does. And I I guess if we do eventually get those tapes or if Harvard just stands by it, I'm really interested to see kind of how this progresses. So that all aside, basketball coming up tonight, you certainly think that James Harden's going to come out with a chip on his shoulder. He's got Westbrook alongside, not enough basketballs to go around. Giannis wants to prove that he is the MVP. Uh, I know it's only one game, and it's the beginning of the season, and many people are picking the Bucks to win around 60 ball games. but how big a game is this tonight? I mean, I, I kind of said the same thing to Bud. Bud is not someone who likes to think about these things, doesn't like to talk about these things. But I was like, hey, man, like this is, this is pretty cool for the rest of us <laughs> to have the, the MVP, the MVP runner-up from last year, the MVP from the year before. Like This is a, a pretty – pretty cool game and he was like yeah you know i i joked uh, he, he said something like yeah you know i was gonna call adam silver and be like why did you put this game together this doesn't make any sense there's no big headlines and uh it, it was pretty funny but then he said you know this is legitimately really nice for us because this is a really big test at the start of the season it's good for us to know where we are right now and and where we're gonna go and obviously there's some mystery about what this Rockets team is going to look like with someone that has the ball as much as James Harden and someone else that has the ball as much uh, with Russell Westbrook. Like It's going to be interesting to see how this experiment works, but Bud seemed genuinely excited, which is not something he, he normally feels for this game because he knew it was going to be such a good test for them at the start of the season. So, um, I, I mean, I, I, I can't say the first game of 82 is big, but this is going to be fun and should tell us a lot about kind of what this team is this year. How difficult is it going to be for Bledsoe to play tonight? I don't think it's going to be difficult at all. Uh, I, I, I joked with Bud yesterday, or two days ago, excuse me, that Bledsoe was going to play in this game if the rib that, or the cartilage or whatever, like if he had a rib sticking out of him, he would have played in this game because he loved going against the league's best point guards, the league's best guards, and no one in this league gets up for the matchup against James Harden quite like he does. And, I mean, I asked Bud to this directly. I was like, you know, people don't like guarding James Harden. You seem to like it. And he very quickly said, no, I don't. Uh, but then as we talked about a little bit more, you can kind of tell, like, he really loves this challenge. He lives for these type of matchups, and these are the ones where he really gets up. So, I mean, I, I think I don't even know what you would have had to do to keep him off the court. It would have been – uh, it would have had to be pretty significant to keep him off the floor. And I don't think, whether or not he, he's in pain, I think he's going to be out there and he's going to be ready to go tonight. 
Uh, looking at the rest of this team, now last year, the way things ended, they built the wall around Giannis, told everybody else to beat him. They weren't able to do it, and they ultimate fall. We all know that. What about this team this year can overcome what they faced last year? I think the the one thing that stands out to me is obviously Giannis getting better. Like every year we've seen from him, he keeps getting better, and that's just who he is. So we're going to have to keep watching that and, and seeing how much he improves. And then to me the other thing is that you look at a guy like Kyle Korver, and I don't know that the Bucks are better this year than last year or anything like that, but I just think back to game six or game five or game four, and you think about uh, exactly what it is that the the Bucks are really struggling to do in that series, and it was to hit shots. And I just think of a guy like Kyle Korver. You put Kyle Korver in for, you know, five minutes in the second quarter, what happens if he hits three threes? And just like that, he's – just like that, he's changed the game. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's one thing that – when you look at this team, they're thinking about, and they are going to be trying to to really keep going forward with, is that they got to find ways in those moments where it gets awkward, where that wall gets built, that that wall has to get stretched out, and adding one of the greatest shooters of all time could do that, even if it is just for five minutes. And Kyle Korver's at the end of his career. He's not going to play a lot, but even in those five minutes, if that happens, that can be huge for this team. Uh, before I let you go, how many wins you got him pegged at? Uh... Vegas over-under is 58. I took the under. I think there's going to be some nights where they rest guys. I think there's going to be some experimenting to figure out how they play better in those situations that we're talking about uh, where the defense really gets tough. Uh, so I- I'm taking the under. I don't. I think it's going to be tough for them to come out and perform as well as they did last year when 60 wins. But there is the lingering thought in the back of my head that maybe this team is going to be like the Warriors in their second year where they just – wanted to prove to everyone that they were the best team in the league, and maybe they come out and win 65 games. But I've taken the under. That's where I feel safe. I was going to say, I took 62. I, I'm thinking that this team takes a couple of steps forward, uh, and they find themselves in an NBA Finals. Is there a team in the East right now that you really fear? Um, I don't think there's anyone that the Bucks should fear. I, I think they can beat that 76ers team uh, in a seven-game series. But that is the team, is, you know – what can they do? How are they going to compete? Um, I think that's the team you circle. They can put together a really good defensive lineup. They can put together a really tough team. And really that wall that you were talking about with the Raptors, the Sixers can do something similar with that. And that's going to be the thing to watch is that Sixers team. The rest of the East, I don't really think, puts up much of a fight against this Bucks roster. So really for me, it's, Bucks Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals and whether or not the Bucks can win, I think they can. I don't think they need to fear the Sixers, but that's the other team you have to be at least thinking about. Eric, always good. We look forward to doing you uh, talking to you every Wednesday, man. And we'll uh, talk some Bucks all season long, okay? Sounds good to me. Thank Appreciate you. it, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. Eric, name of the Athletic, and uh, joining us for a couple of minutes. He's our Milwaukee basketball insider. You can follow him on Twitter at Eric underscore name, N-E-H-M. 
He is uh, going to be with us all season long. Looking forward to it. And uh, he's, uh, he's, he's going to be here. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.